precious love and leave your child alone. For tuning in to Revelation Church Podcast. Today's sermon will be taken from 1 Samuel chapter 8. This is the latest in our sermon series, Transition to the King, a study of 1 Samuel. Lord, we can't do this without you. So, Lord, uh, Scripture said it's not by power, nor is it by might, it's by my spirit. So give us, God, of your spirit and lead us, so God, to be able to found this word. And also you show to those that listen to the word, Lord, it says, he that has an ear, let him hear what the spirit is saying to the church. Can't do it without you, Lord. So, Lord, be our help on today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We thank the Lord uh, again for being with you here on today. Uh, coming from uh, 1 Samuel, the 8th chapter, and uh, verses 1 through 22, which would be the whole chapter. Amen. You had it, read it already, uh, knowing that last week we talked about uh, the help of the Lord. Amen. And how the Lord. We saw how the Lord had helped uh, Israel uh, defeat the enemy, amen, and get the victory, amen, and uh, how that uh, Samuel told them to raise that Ebenezer stone, amen, as a testimony as to God's help and how that God had helped them till now and how important it is that we uh, remember what the Lord has done for us, amen, and understanding if he did it then, he can do it now. And to know that we need God's help in everything that we do. Praise the Lord, amen. The children of Israel, they found out that God had a strong right hand, amen, and knew how to get them out of trouble. Yeah, saints, when you're in trouble, ask God. Praise the Lord. When you're in trouble, I know you got your own mechanization trying to get yourself out of trouble, but most of the time our own mechanizations get us in deeper trouble. And then we find out that God just, it ain't hard for God. Don't, don't misunderstand me. No trouble that you can get yourself into is it hard for God to get you out of. But sometimes God lets you stay in your trouble a little while. So you'll learn not to go back there again. You know, when you see parents come to the rescue of their, of their children all the time, then their children don't want to act right because they never suffer the consequences for their actions. Amen. Now, you remember back in the old days, the parents made you suffer for your actions. Amen. They made you say, well, if you made your bed, you're going to lie in. That's what the parents in the old yeah, that's what my mom and daddy did to us. If you made your bed, you're going to lie in it. But before you get in there, I'm going to give you a couple of paddles. I'm going to give you some whooping so that you can really uh, uh, marinate in what you've done. Amen. Uh, in this day and time, uh, they have what we call helicopter parents. Always trying to make sure that their kids get everything and have to suffer no uh repercussions for their actions. That's, that's, I'm glad God doesn't treat us that way. God said he chastens those that he loves. So sometimes he'll let us go through things so that we'll learn not to do that anymore. And when we learn that in these scriptures here as we're going through uh, uh, 1 Samuel, amen, God has uh, disciplined his children. Amen. Uh, he has let them know that, as the scriptures say, judgment will begin at the house of the Lord. Amen. And that's just what we see here in uh, this uh, passages of scripture that we've gone through First Samuel. God will judge his people. You can't say, because I'm a Christian, I can get away with anything I want. No, God's a good parent. Amen. He's a good parent, so therefore he disciplines us. Amen. And makes us understand that there are things that we are responsible for and we're, we're responsible to God. 
So last week, amen, they were in, uh, the children of Israel were, were going about lamenting after the Lord. Amen. After the Lord had brought the Ark of the Covenant back, 20 years of persecution under the, uh, the Philistines, and uh, what the people began to do was to lament after the Lord. They knew that they had done wrong. They were sorry for the wrong that they were done that that they had done, and they wanted things better than what they were having. And we see all throughout Judges. That's what we see the people of uh, the children of Israel doing. They're constantly uh, when the judge is alive, they're serving the Lord. When the judge dies, then they forget about God, and uh, that tendency is alive even today. Uh, don't give us five years of no problems. We might not think that we need God. Sometimes it don't take five years. Give us a couple of months where we fly pretty good and then we find we, we act like we don't need the Lord. So the children of Israel were suffering that all the time in and, uh, in and out of revival, I guess you would say. Amen. But uh, they lamented after the Lord. Lord, uh, the Lord will take you back. You know, I, I thank the Lord for that. The Lord don't judge like we judge. Do you hear me saying? He don't act like us. Remember when uh, when David had sinned and, and, and God gave him some choices of uh, uh, take this uh, fall into the hand of the enemy and uh, or a plague or, or fall into the Lord's hands? He said, I take the Lord's hand. Why did he say that? Because the enemy don't care. There is no mercy in the enemy. And, 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 and man don't care. There's no mercy in us. We, got, we, we, we become hypocritical when folks do things to us. Ain't that right? Amen. So I'd rather fall in God's hands because in his hands at least I'm going to get some mercy. Amen. I know I'm going to get judged, but amen. Uh, I think as the scripture said, Lord, in your wrath, Remember mercy. In your wrath, remember mercy. So likewise, amen, David wanted, he didn't want to be judged by a man. He wanted to let the Lord uh, judge him. Amen, because the Lord knows how to give mercy. What the Bible say uh, in, in Psalms said, your mercy endures forever. Amen, even when you don't think that the Lord's going to accept you. Amen, you come to him with a lamenting heart. Amen. A broken and contrite spirit. The Bible says what? God cannot deny. Amen. But see, God wants you to come broken. Amen. Don't come high-minded and haughty, oh God, and, and puffed up in spirit. Amen. You know how we do that. Amen. Think that I deserve everything right and everybody else deserve everything. That's how we know how to come. But God don't accept none of that. But listen here. Uh-uh. God is the one that will humble the proud. But it says what? He gives grace to the humble. Praise the Lord. I'd rather be humble, amen, rather than proud trying to stand before the Lord, amen, and stand in front of other people. Listen here. Uh, uh, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. The scripture says in 1 Peter, I believe it is, and in due time he will do what? He'll exalt you. But let him exalt you, amen. Amen. Don't go about exalting yourself. That's the opposite of humility. Amen. The Bible said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Man, I want the Lord to, to, uh, to if, he's gonna, if I'm going to get some judgment, I want God's judgment. Because I know with him uh, there uh, is mercy. There's mercy. So we got to uh, look to the Lord for all of our help. And that's what, he said. that's what he told the children of Israel on last week. He said, listen here, if you're really coming after the Lord, then there's some things you got to do. You got to get rid of those idol gods. You know, he, 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 he named them in plural. He said, get rid of the bells and the Ashtoreth. That's the plural for Ashtor. We would call it Ashtorothus, but uh, <laughs> that's not what that was. That was the plural form of the verb. Get rid of those uh, 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 idols out of your house. Amen. You might have them in your house. You might have your workplace, wherever. Get rid of those idols. And you know, we as, uh, we as people now, because 
We don't have no little bitty statue. We say we don't have no idols. But I guarantee you, we got some idols, amen. And it might be our children, amen. It might be our parents sometimes. It might be our jobs. It might be our wealth. It might be the power. But we got some idols, amen. And if we, amen, and if we don't have enough of them, we'll make some up. Amen. If you go to India, they got idols for everything. Amen. The Hindu people got a whole shrine, a whole temple just full of abundance of idols. You remember when uh, uh, Paul went to, where did he go to, uh, Mars Hill? Man, he said, there's idols everywhere. Amen. You got a God for everything. But you got one, one here that says, to the unknown God. And you don't even have nothing on the pedestal. But here I am to declare him to you. I'm going to let you know the unknown God is the only God. Amen. And you need to worship him and not all of these other idol gods. So if you're going to come to God, come with all of your heart. Don't come with your idols. Amen. And the biggest idol that we have is ourselves. Amen. Because we don't want to be offended or hurt by anybody. We are toes or put it this way. We're always polishing our idols. Amen. If I say a little bit bad about you, I got my polish rag out. Polishing me because I want to look good in front of you. But listen here, it don't matter how I look in front of you. The God that sees everything knows your heart. You complain, you worried about the outside, God looking deeper than your polish rag. You might be shining on the outside. Amen, a beautiful, but, but, but what did uh, Jesus said about them? He said, listen here, uh, you, you, you're white as a poker. He says, uh, you look good on the outside, but on the inside, you're full of dead men's bones. Amen. Listen here. Don't worry about how this outside looks so much. But listen here. When the inside is right, and that's what he was telling them. Amen. Get that heart right. Amen. And when you get the heart right, you'll get rid of these idols. Amen. And when you get rid of these idols, then now you're ready to come to the Lord. And come to him with all your heart, amen. And if we do that, then the Lord will, uh, will, uh, will, be, will, will find what we're looking for. Amen? Amen. So the Lord bless them. Amen. And that enemy that constantly uh, vexed them. Amen. The Lord, uh, I like what the people said. They, they looked at Samuel. Amen. Uh, don't you see how, how that people begin to, uh, their, their, um, their theology begins to get in line. The way that they think about God begins to get in line when they come with this uh, repentant heart and, and they come with everything they have. Their theology gets in line. Now the enemy is uh, uh, coming against them. And you know what they say? They say, Samuel, cry out to the Lord for us. You see what I'm saying? They didn't run out of there and run back home and, and because they... They, they, were, they were under persecution to the Philistines. And the Philistines wanted to bring them back under control. They thought they were trying to do something uh, nefarious out there. So we're going to show them something again. After 20-some years, amen, we're going to go out and get them and let them know that we are the, the people that are in charge. But they looked, to, they looked to Samuel after they had repented. After the sacrifices had begun, they looked at Samuel and said, Samuel, cry out to the Lord for us. And what did Samuel do? He did that very thing. Made a sacrifice, and while he was crying out to the Lord, amen, the enemy was attacked. Amen. But the Lord, it said, the, the, the scripture said, the Lord thundered. Man, it's good to have thunder when it's on your side. You know what I mean? When, when somebody thunder, you ever hear, you ever hear people with big, strong voice say, cut that out, you know what I mean? And especially, uh, uh, if it's somebody on your side and say, cut that out. Then you get real bold then, all right? right? Here's everybody else, but you know that person, amen, is for me. Amen. Uh, what the Lord did, he thundered. He thundered from heaven and put the Philistines in confusion, amen, and had them on the run because they didn't know what was happening. The Lord put them in derision, confusion, and they started running. Now, Amen. The people of Israel, they get boldness, they get strength, and they begin to run after the enemy. And they pursue the enemy, and they overcome the enemy. 
And then what does he say? He says, now let's raise this Ebenezer. Amen. Because he says here, the Lord has helped us. Till now. We didn't get, we didn't get the victory uh, until the Lord helped us. Amen. We tried it uh, 20 some odd years ago in the city of Ebenezer. Amen. But because we were sinful, but because we had our idols with us, and because those boys that brought the ark, amen, they were full of sin. Amen. And because of that, amen, uh, uh, we raised our voices and thought we had the victory, but the Lord had left us. The Lord had left us and we lost, amen. And even though we were in a town named the Lord will help us, we lost the victory. Why? Because the Lord wasn't with us. But now, because the Lord was with us, we're going to raise our Ebenezer, amen, because the Lord has helped us till now. We have repented of our sins, amen, and the Lord has helped us <clears throat> and allowed us to get the victory. So they, uh, the enemy was subdued at that time, amen, and we uh, come to this point here in uh, uh, 1 Samuel 8th chapter. 1 Samuel 8th chapter. And the title of the message here is Rejection. Rejection. Amen. And you read down through it and you can see uh, what the rejection was all about. Amen. Uh, but we find out this occurs when Samuel is old. You see there in the uh, first phrase there said, when Samuel became old. When Samuel became old. You know, sometimes you get old, people don't treat you the same way. <clears throat> they, they, they forget about you when you get old. You know, you be nice and young and strong, you know what I mean, and vibrant and everything else, people be listening to you then. And get, get 60 years old. I, I put myself there. Get 60 years old. Amen. Get, get, start moving a little slower. Amen. Uh, hold on, I got to think a little while. I got, I, I'm going to try to get to the answer, but hold on, I'm trying to think a little while. It don't mean that I lost my wisdom. I just got to think a little longer. That's all. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you know. Get that old. Get that old man out of the way, that, that old lady out of the way. Strong, strong man. That's what we want. You remember, you remember uh, Rehoboam? Remember Rehoboam? Rehoboam, he had, he had people that served with his father, and they, they were the old men. He said, I call you old men because you what? You, you're wise. You ain't strong no more, you're wise. Call your, I call you... I call you old man because you're wise. Amen. And real bone, amen, didn't want to listen to wisdom. He listened to some hot-headed young men. And because he did that, the, the kingdom was ripped from him. Because he wouldn't listen to that, that, that old wisdom. Sometimes you need to sit down. You need to sit down with some old people and ask them, amen, about how to do this and how to do that. Don't you know if you listen to if you listen to some old mothers, they'll let you know that how you raising your kids today ain't gonna ain't gonna cut it, amen. Amen. They'll let you know you need to do this and you need to do that, and if you do this or that, you'll be all right. Amen. Those kids will stop cussing you out if you do this and that. Amen. But because we think we got this new kind of knowledge, amen. Uh the, the what the uh uh, the psychiatrists and the psychologists and, and those folks that got, uh, some of them don't even have children. They tell you how to raise your children. Ain't had experience with one child. But I guarantee you, if you sit down with somebody that's godly now, that love the Lord, that read the scriptures and, and, and that raise children, they'll let you know that some of this stuff here is a bunch of gobbledygook they're giving you. Amen. But you have to understand that there's wisdom in the house when you got old people in the house. 
Amen. We need everybody. We need the strong. Amen. We need the middle age. And some of y'all think you're young, but you're middle age. Amen. But we need the young. We need the middle age. Amen. And we need the old people. Praise the Lord. And I'm really stressing that point now because I'm an old person. All right. I've officially crossed over, amen, and getting my uh, social security. I'm an old official person now. Amen. You need us, amen. You know, we don't move as fast, but we're still moving. We don't think as fast, but we're still thinking. Give us a little time. We'll get to the, we'll get to the crux of your problem. Remember my dad. My dad was getting older now. He was getting old. He was 80-something years old when he passed away, moving slow. Talking slow, thinking a little slow, but if you hang in there, he had a whole lot of wisdom to tell you. Oh yeah, he's going to give you five stories. He's going to take you around the corner, but well, you know what? He's going to get you to your destination, and that's what it's all about. Ain't that right? Some folk tell you stuff, amen, and tell you that, and they leave you alone, and you never get to your destination. Amen. But because you think they're younger, they're more vibrant, they did it, and, and you, you feel that they can get the job done. Now, not always, not always. So listen here what the children of Israel did when Samuel became old. He said he made his sons judges over Israel. And this is the dilemma that, that happens here. This is the dilemma that arises here in Israel after Samuel gets old. He makes his sons judges over, over Israel. It says the, the name of his firstborn was Joel, and the name of his second was Abijah, and they were judges in Beersheba. <laughs> they were judges in Beersheba, but they weren't judges over the nation, all right? They had a little city that was close to the, uh, in the southern, southern part of Israel. Uh, they were judges in Beersheba. Yet, his sons did not walk in his way, but turned aside after gain. Uh, they took bribes and perverted justice. Now, they didn't say Samuel was that way. They said his sons were that way. And you know what? Uh, I, I like to tell you, just because you are a godly parent and you live a godly life and you raise your children in a godly way, it do not mean that they're going to follow what you said them for them to do. Do you hear me? Amen. You can't, a lot of times people like, well, I wonder, I wonder how his mama or daddy was uh, because of their actions. But a lot of times, some parents raising their children right. But the problem is with the depravity of man and not the instruction of parents. Now, sometimes I know parents get it wrong and they hurt their children. Amen. But listen here, just because you are a godly parent, it does not mean that your children are going to take up uh, your way of life. Amen. They might not necessarily be children or of integrity just because you're walking with the Lord. You know, with my dad, that, 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 that was kind of the, uh, what am I looking for? The uh, exception to the rule. Do you hear me? Because all of his children were saved. Going on, something going on to glory. But that don't happen all the time. Do you hear me? Most of the time, that don't happen. Amen. And, and, and your children don't always follow in the way that you want them to follow. But this lets you know, amen, that man, man uh, uh, is born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Amen. It lets you know that your children are not always good. And sometimes you idolize these children and you make them worse than what they, uh, than, than they need to be. Amen. Amen. Your children are bad from the womb. And you might say, oh, look at that cute. This, that. Yeah, they're cute, but they're bad from the womb. Amen. They're going to they gonna, they gonna cause you some trouble. Amen. They're going to show you some bad tendencies. Amen. And even when they get older, they might do some things that they should not be doing. Why? Because they're born in sin. Shaped in iniquity. Amen. And these boys here, Samuel was a man of God. Samuel was a man uh, uh, that wanted to do the will of God. But we see he has two children 
amen, that uh, although they saw right example, they, they decide to go the wrong way. To let you know how, how we got it from our father Adam. We inherited that problem. You know what? Uh, 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 I can say you can go wrong when you don't listen to God. You can go wrong when you don't hear the Lord. Amen. Adam had everything. He's in the garden with everything. All of God's blessings all around him. Blessings all around him. The, the word of the Lord was given to him. Blessings of the Lord all around him. How would it feel, man? I'm just, I'm in the garden. I ain't got to worry about getting too hot. Ain't got to worry about getting too cold. Ain't got to worry about no food. Man, ain't got to worry about shelter. Ain't got to worry about no enemies. Amen. The lion lying down by the lamb. Everything's good. And who gave it to me? God gave it to me. But he said, I just got one tree up in here that I don't want you to eat up. Amen. But he decided to just do, reject God and do what he wanted to do. Ain't that right? Amen. But God was not the fault of what Adam did. And sometimes when you're raising children, you're not always the fault for the decisions that they make. Amen. They have to uh, bear their own sin. Amen. And don't you try to uh, keep them from bearing their sin because that's not going to help them out. So all the time, all the time, your children might do or make decisions to live in a way that uh, uh, is opposite from the way you taught them. Uh, Samuel was a man that did not take bribe. Neither did he pervert justice. Amen. The Lord put him in that position because of that very reason. Because he was a man of integrity. Amen. He was raised up in the Lord. Amen. He was taught the right thing to do. Amen. And because of that, amen, he, uh, he had a, 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 a righteous uh, a, a period where he judged Israel. But his sons were not that way. He had gotten older, his son was not the way. But then, what does this, sometimes these things give us opportunity, give people opportunity to, uh, I guess, jump on a bandwagon that they shouldn't jump on. Amen. And instead of following the Lord, they want to have things their own way. You see how that is? That's how, that's how we are. God can be blessing us. You remember 20 years ago? They forgot all about this battle that the Lord helped them win. And it's easy for us to forget the Lord. Yeah, you forget him. That's why we, that's a lot of times that's why we have a lot of anxiety because we forgot what the Lord has done for us. Ain't that right? We sit here shaking and don't know because we don't put our trust in the Lord. We forgot what he's done for us in the past. And look at these elders. He said all the elders of Israel gathered together and they came to Samuel at Ramah. Amen. They came to his hometown. You know, he used to go on the circuit. I guess they couldn't wait on him to go on the circuit. Amen. Say, we got to handle this business now. Amen. They took, they got together and they went to Ramah to Samuel, uh, to Samuel's hometown. And they said to him, behold, you are, listen here, you are old. And your sons do not walk in your way. Now appoint for us a king to judge us like all the nations. You see what they started out with, you old. And your son do not walk in your way. This is the dilemma here because nobody wants to be uh, led by kids that don't want to act right. They had that problem already with half nine Finney. Although these boys here are in a, in a different position than in the priesthood. They're, they're judging. But they said, now appoint for us a king to judge us like all the nations. And right there, they're rejecting Samuel. He ain't dead yet. But when do they want their king? Now. We want the king now. Because uh, we, you getting old and your sons ain't acting right. But the problem is the type of king they wanted. He said, now appoint for us a king to judge us like all the nations. Amen. And this is the problem uh, a, a lot of times with us. Amen. We want 
We want God's things, but we want it the devil's way. I'm trying to think of the right way. Here. We want uh, we want to have God's blessing, but we wanted to do we want to do it like the devil would do. Point us a king like all the other nations that's around us. Amen. And all these other nations are idol worshippers. Amen. All these other nations, they were brought into, amen, the promised land to get rid of these nations because God was tired of where these nations were living. But now they have seen the kings in these other nations, amen, and all, and all the elders get together, say, we want a king that will judge us like all the other nations. Give us a king to judge us. And then what did Samuel do? And Samuel prayed to the Lord, and the Lord said to Samuel, Obey the voice of the people and all that they say to you, for they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me from being king over them. God was telling them, No, I'm your king. Amen. Uh, don't worry, Samuel. I know uh, in a sense they rejected you, but uh, the source of their rejection is me. And then he goes deeper, according to all the deeds that they have done for the day I brought them up out of Egypt, even to this day, forsaking me and serving other gods. So they are also doing to you. Now then obey their voice. Only you shall solemnly warn them and show them the ways of the king who shall reign over them. They've been doing this all the time, Samuel. Amen. Since I took them out of Egypt. They've been doing the same thing all the time. They follow me for a little while, and then after a judge is dead, then they leave. Amen. They'll follow me for a little while, amen, and then they'll turn their back on me again. Now, Samuel, uh, here they are doing the same thing. Amen. And, and, and Samuel, you're about to be the last judge that these people have. Amen. Because I raised you up, now you're going to be the king maker. This transition between judge and king uh, 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 is going to be established by you. I want you to give them what they ask for. I want you to give them what they ask for. And you know, all the time, that ain't good. Sometimes God has things prepared for you, but in his time. But sometimes you get impatient. Yes, in the way. Amen. And you decided you want things early. You, you, you know, you, you cooks know all about that. You know what I mean? And you could be cooking and, and then the kids, you know, the kids want the stuff now. You know what I mean? They hungry. You know what I mean? They want their stuff right now. And, and, and they don't understand that it got to stay in the oven a little while longer. Ain't that right? Amen. If I give it to you now, you ain't going to like it. I'm, I'm cooking it for you, but wait till it's done. You ever got a hold of some stuff that ain't done? I know Isaiah probably tried to cook some cakes that just weren't right. Now, I know uh, 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 his wife know how to cook them, and he probably had to tell him, you know, you need to leave that in the oven a little longer. But I'm pretty sure he was probably a little fast on the gun one time or the other and cut open one of those cakes, and, you know, it failed. Why? Because we get impatient. We want things right now. Amen. Uh, the, the good is cooking. Amen. You need to wait on it. Amen. And don't use any kind of excuse, amen, in order to get something that you need to wait on. The Bible says, wait on the Lord and be of good courage and he shall strengthen our heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Amen. So many problems that we have is because we won't wait. Why won't we wait? Because we don't want to do it God's way. We want to do it our way. Amen. We don't want to do it in God's time. We want it in our time. Amen. Why? Because we think we're wiser than God. Amen. We want to have it just like all the other nations have it. But the Bible told us, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. All that's in the world, the lust of the flesh. The lust of the eyes, the pride of life, said it's not like the Father that's of the world. And we as the children of God have to stop loving, amen, things of the world. Yeah. 
And if you love things of the world, you're going to be ensnared by them. If you have attitudes like the world have, amen, you're going to be ensnared by that. Amen. What are you going to do? You're going to reap what you sow. Amen. So it's good that a people would wait on the Lord. Wait, I say, on the Lord. These people didn't want to wait. Amen. They wanted a king right now. Amen. They wanted one right now, and they want to dismiss Samuel as being a judge. Like I say, it's easy to dismiss old people because you don't think they know or understand. You think their wisdom done left you, done left them because they're moving a little slower. Amen. Whatever it is, amen, they lusted after the world. They lusted after what the kings in the world look like. Say they got men, they got armies and all this other stuff. We want what they have. And God said, they've been treating me like this all the time, Samuel. Don't worry about it. They've been treating me like this since I got them up out of Egypt land. You know, God is a patient God. He's a patient God, and you wonder why, well, well, God, why do you keep working with these people? Amen, why don't you get rid of them? And I remember Moses one time, God said, watch out, I'm going to get rid of all of them. Amen, but Moses had the heart of God, and he began to intercede for the people of God. Amen, intercede that God wouldn't wipe them out. He said, I'll wipe them out, and I'll raise up a whole other nation to you, Moses. Amen, but Moses interceded. He had the heart of God interceded for the people and God still working with them. Still working with them. This, 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 this is not uh, some 10, 20 years. These are hundreds of years. Amen. I think the, the years of the judges were some 300 odd years. Amen. Where God amen has been uh, uh, served and they turned their back on him. Back and forth. Listen here. When you keep repeating the same problem over and over again, the problem is not other things but it's you. Do you hear what I'm saying? Amen. It's you. When you got to go from town to town just to be, be able to, to, to live with people, amen, and every town you go in, there's a problem. The problem ain't the town. The problem is you. Some people uh, uh, some people go from place to place, and, and I know my wife won't mind me uh, using her, her son and passed away, Mingo, but Mingo went from school to school. And his, mom, his mama would always tell him, the school ain't the problem, Mingo, it's you. Do you hear what I'm saying? And a lot of times, amen, the problem ain't where you're at. The problem is who you are. Do you hear what I'm saying? And he went to Mingo, he went from there, he went to jail and so on. You guys all know that. But the last stop he made, the job he made, Amen. He, uh, I believe, he became uh, uh, the uh, employee of the month. Was it? Became employee of the month at his job. He kept his job. He was trying to do, the, trying to get his uh, life in the right way. Amen. But that's what you have to uh, find out. That's what you have to understand. Amen. What you have to do is stop blaming people and look at yourself. Amen, because we become the problem. Do you hear what I'm saying? Do you hear that? That's what, the, that's what the word of God lets us know. Even here in this particular passage of scripture, the children of Israel, amen, served him, stopped serving. Served him, stopped serving. Served him, stopped serving. He said, they've been doing, me, doing that to me to this very time. So don't you be too bad. Don't worry, Samuel. Don't worry. They rejected me. They rejected me. And when you get that, and when and when you get that way in life, amen, whether you be a parent or something else like that, and your children just won't listen to you, don't worry. Keep praying for them. Amen. God is the one, amen, that has to deal with it. Amen. Can you hear me, church? You gotta, you gotta, and, and then listen here, judge your own self too. Because a lot of situations you get your own self into. A lot of things you do that you shouldn't do. A lot of times you do stuff because you lust after the world. The things of the world. The people of the world. The attitudes of the world. The riches of the world. Amen. Listen here. You're not unlike somebody else because David said, amen, how his feet had well nigh slipped. 
Because why? I was looking at the prosperity of the wicked. There's no bonds in their debt. They do what they want to do. They get rid of it. Amen. They, they have no problem. But what did he say? He said, but then I went into the house of the Lord. And I found out, God, you have set them in slippery places. They're going to fall in a minute. But because I was lusting after what they had, amen, I was willing, amen, to change my direction. Amen. But I went, amen, into the direction of the Lord. That's why the Bible says, lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. You can't get good direction when you're following the world. Praise the Lord. And these people here are not getting good direction. Amen. They're looking to the world for their direction. Amen. What you looking to for your direction. Amen. What you looking to for your direction. Why you do what you do. Why do you act like you act? Amen. Are you looking to the world? You need to look to the Lord. Pretty soon, y'all, I'm going to start jumping. You're going to think I'm young again. My wife just said, no, 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 don't do that. Don't jump. I don't, I don't think I got no, uh, I don't think I got no ointment at home. Don't jump right now. <laughs> I'm serious, church. These people were the people of God and they rejected God's uh, leadership. They rejected God's kingship. Amen. These are the people, amen, that uh, they saw what God did, amen, uh, uh, when he defeated the Philistines. Some 20 some odd years ago, he saw how God allowed them to read the enemy from out of their coast. Amen. He saw how God allowed them to take back land that the enemy had taken. They saw all of this with their eyes. Amen. But now they come down uh, uh, years later and now God's not good enough. Now we, we want other stuff. We want what we see the world have. We want to we, we wanna look like them and act like them. Uh, uh, we don't want to have to worry about going to war and all this stuff. We want the, our king to run out and battle for them. But you know how the Lord would do it? He would tell them, he'll get that judge and say, he'll call all of Israel up and say, come on, amen, we got a battle to fight. I'd rather have God as my commander in chief than anybody in the world. Ain't that right? Amen. You remember when Joshua was going into the promised land? You remember he was going into the promised land after they walked, they crossed over uh, the sea, amen, uh, and they're going into the promised land, amen, and Joshua gets out there on that plane, amen, and he sees a soldier, amen, that's standing out there on that plane, amen, and he runs up to him because he's ready to do the Lord's will, ain't that right? Amen, he runs up to him, he said, are you for us or against you? He said, I come uh, in the name of the Lord because I'm the captain of the Lord's army. And, what, and Joshua knows what he's looking at, amen. And Joshua bows down, amen. And he's ready, amen, uh, uh, to serve, amen, the captain of the Lord's army. Amen. He's looking, he's looking to the right person for help. Amen. And you got to do the same thing. You got to stop looking to yourself. Stop looking to the world. Stop looking. Stop letting your flesh run things. Praise the Lord. Amen. It happened to all of us, don't it? Amen. One time or another, we let our flesh run things. We forget who brought us where we at. We forget who gave us what we got. We forget the battle that we went through. Amen. We forget that ever near the stone that we raised up. We forget the testimony that said the Lord has helped me even till now. Amen. We forget about what the Lord has done for us. Amen. And we want our flesh to handle the business. Praise God. That's what happened to these people right here. And God is testifying. He said they've been doing this to me since they came out of Egypt. Don't worry, Samuel. Amen. Do what you do what they ask. And sometimes God will give you what you ask for. You might not like it after he give it to you, but he'll give you what you ask for. 
Sometimes God is trying to, to, uh, uh, to help you out. Amen. And lead you in the right direction, but you keep pulling the other way. And the worst, the worst thing that can happen to a man is that God give you to yourself. If God give you to yourself, destruction is all that's going to happen. If God give up and say, okay, I'm going to give you what you want. You lead yourself. And the only place you're going to leave yourself to is hell. You're going to lead yourself to problems. Amen. We need to trust in the Lord with all of our heart. Like I said, don't lean to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He will direct your path. He said, now they obey their voice. Only you shall solemnly warn them and show them the ways of the king who shall reign over them. He said, I want you to tell them how this kingship is going to look. He said, he said I'm going to give it to them, but let them know how it's going to look. And if you read down through those scriptures, and I think about six times, it says that he will take. He will take. He will appoint. Amen. They, uh, it, it's nothing but deduction. Amen. The king is going to take. Amen. You're going to have to take care of the king. He's not just going to take. He's going to take your best stuff. Amen. He's going to take a tenth of everything. Amen. That you, that you, uh, 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 that you earn. The king is going to take. Amen. So with your way, there's going to be deductions. There's going to be deductions. So he runs it down to it. He says, I'm going to just read it. He will take the tenth of your grain and of your vineyards and, and give it uh, to his officers and to his servants. He will take your male servants and your female servants and the best of your young men and your donkeys and put them to his work. He will take the tenth of your flock. You shall be his slave. You hear that? You're going to be his slave. Amen. They were running around there free, but now they, now they have a... a, a they have volunteered to be slaves. It said, he will take the tenth of your flocks and you shall be his slave. And in that day, you will cry out because of your king. You have chosen for yourself, but the Lord will not answer you in that day. So he told him all of that. He's going to take, he will take, he will take, he will take, and you will be his slaves. Amen. And then it's going to come a time where you're going to cry out, say, Lord, have mercy. This man ain't who we thought he was. And God said, I ain't going to listen to you. So what we see here, after he tells them all of that, but the people refused to obey the voice of Samuel. And they said, no. But there shall be a king over us. Do you hear that? Do you see what kind of rejection that is? Emphatic. Even though you told us what this kingship was going to look like and how much they're going to take from us. But he says here, no. We want what we want. Amen. And we don't, whatever we have to suffer, we will suffer it. But we want what we want. And you got to ask yourself, do you want what you want? regardless of the, what the Lord have told you will happen if you get it. Yeah, sometimes you got to pray that prayer. Lord, don't give it to me. Amen. Lord, if it's going to hurt me, Lord, don't give it to me. Lord, I know what I'm asking for. Amen. But I'm asking for the wrong stuff. Amen. Lord, please keep away from me that which will hurt me. Praise the Lord. Amen. But sometimes we love fleshly stuff so much. Amen. We rather indulge and let the chips fall where they may. But listen here. The chips ain't going to fall where they may. The chips going to fall where the Lord told you they're going to fall. They're going to fall to your destruction. Praise the Lord. Said no. How you going to tell God no? Amen. I bet. I, 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 I I was scared to tell my daddy no. But you just going to straight tell God no. But sometimes we don't think we're talking to God. We think we're talking to man. Praise the Lord. 
uh, uh, with Ananias and Sapphira. You know what? They, uh, they, they, they thought they were just talking to Peter and the rest. They, yeah, we, we sold it for such and such. He said, why you, why you devise in your heart to lie to the Holy Ghost? They lost their life. You see what I'm saying? Amen. Sometimes we think, we, we think we're talking against that, just that man. But we're talking against God. Who's using that man? And that man sitting here praying for you. That man, is even though you rejected him, he's still praying for you. Praise the Lord. Amen. He, he, listen here. My dad, I, I love my dad. My dad, we worked on the job. He worked on the job. He worked hard on the job. But he was a pastor everywhere he went. He was a pastor everywhere he went. There were people cussing him out. But he still went in the office trying to get them raised. Trying to hold on to their job. Amen. They would talk about him. Amen. Mistreat him, misuse him. Amen. And this is what I saw with my own eye. Amen. This is what I knew to happen. Amen. Uh, uh, to see how strong a man he was. But the Lord was always blessing him. My dad was always raising up Ebenezer Stone. Praise the Lord. On the job, amen, with all these children, amen, had all of us, amen, and, 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 and get times of recession, amen, and, and, and hours being knocked off the, off the paycheck, amen, and we still as children don't really know what's going on, amen, but he's still standing up trying to help other people. They were trying to get people time taken away from them. He goes into the office and uh, where all everybody, the heads were standing. He said, listen here, I got more to lose than all of y'all. I got seven kids, amen. But everybody else around here, they got children too. And we ought to share the burden, amen, instead of taking the burden out on just a few people. Praise the Lord. You got to have the right heart, amen, when you're serving the Lord. Do you understand me saying you got to have the heart of the people and not just your own heart. Not just looking out after yourself. Looking out for number one. Listen here, you can look out as much as you want to for number one. But I'd rather have the Lord look out for me. Praise the Lord. Amen. Because he knows how to look out for me. People would cuss him out. Remember this one lady, she cussed him out. Yeah, kids, she went and he went in there and got her job back. He didn't even know. He didn't even know. But he got a job back for him. Why? Because he loved people. He loved people. Man, my, my, my father loved people, and, and that's why I say sometimes you got to walk in, you got to walk in the Lord. And, 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 and not walk into your own power and stop lusting after the world because my father could have had a lot of things amen uh, if he just had a thought about himself he could have made a, a whole lot more money if he had just had a thought about himself I'm, I'm serious I'm serious he could have made a whole lot more money if he had just thought about himself but he thought about other people he wanted to make sure other people got what they might not have gotten and, 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 and to help them along but he would do these things and they wouldn't know that he was doing them. But people understood uh, what type of heart he had. Uh, one man was, uh, one man, uh, he had a, a major stroke, went into the hospital. And in his major stroke, uh, he almost lost his life. His name was Chief. Well, that, that's what you call him, Chief. He was an Indian. He went, in, he went into the hospital. And the, and the only name he was calling out was Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson. They called down to the job. They say, is somebody at that job named Mr. Wilson? Because Chief is calling him. He wasn't calling any other family member, but he calling him. And what did my dad do? He went down there to see him. Chief recovered and came back to work. But my dad was concerned about other people. And when you're concerned about other people, people will show you some love. Praise the Lord. Amen. Even though you've given up, amen, God, amen, is always watching out for you. And consequently, when our job shut down, amen, when our job shut down and they were, they were auctioning off all the equipment 
and then the the the, the owner, uh, which was a, 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 a young lady, came and told my daddy, "Which of these machines do you want?" Out of all the machines in the place, said, "Which ones do you want?" He was able to pick out the machines that he wanted. Why? Because of his integrity, and because he loved the Lord, was able to start his own little business because. The lady gave him these machines. Didn't have to pay for them. Didn't have to pay for them. But that's when you care about other people. That's when you walk in God's integrity that he's given you. That's when you say, God, I want you to be my king. I want you to be my leader. I want you to, uh, 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 to, to, to change me, amen, from the inside out. Amen. Will I have to suffer? Yeah, I'll suffer. Amen. But Lord, you suffered for me. And why can't I suffer for somebody else? Amen. And the Lord just bless you along the way. He'll raise up, like I say here, my dad was able to raise up Ebenezer stones everywhere. Amen. He was constantly looking at what the Lord had done for him. And what, happened, what, what rubbed off on him rubbed off on us. Amen. He loved the Lord so much. Amen. He would care for his kids. Amen. If he didn't have a car, he'd pick us up and walk us where we had to go. Amen. We'd be sick. Amen. He carried us in his hand to take us to the next place that he had to get to. It's why? Because he loved the Lord first. And he loved his family. Amen. Because he loved the Lord. He showed, amen, us how to live life. Amen. And when you're showed how to live life, amen, do not reject the Lord. Don't reject God after things get good. Amen. Because kids, grandkids, a lot of this stuff you got is because there was a man that walked with the Lord. There was a man that loved God. There was a man that said, God, I'm going to trust you. Amen. And these grandkids, amen, and these kids, we walking around in his blessings. We're part of his Ebenezer stone. Amen. Till now, the Lord has helped me. But some of us, amen, have decided to reject our blessing. Amen. That old man is gone. He's in the ground. Amen. He, he can't help me no more. But I'm liking to tell you, if you listen to that old man, remember what he told you. Remember how he lived before you. Amen. You will raise up an Ebenezer stone. You would say, here is my, I'm the Ebenezer, Papa. Amen. Till now the Lord has helped us. Till now the Lord has helped us. Oh, we got, my daddy got grandkids that don't want to serve the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. I got some of those grandkids, amen, in my family. Amen. My boys. I'm going to tell you right now, if it wasn't, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? Praise the Lord. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to provoke you to the right direction. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There's still grand, there's still grandkids out there trying to serve the Lord. Amen. But these people here. They saw the work of God. They saw the victory. And they participated in it. Amen. But now, because time has gone on, and Samuel's getting old, we don't need God no more. We don't need God no more. Praise the Lord. You need God. You may not want God, but you need him. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. And some of this stuff that grandkids are going through, he had already told them they're going to go through that. Praise the Lord. Don't reject God. Don't say no. Don't say no. Put your trust in the Lord. Ooh, I think I'm getting a little tired now, y'all. But I'm going to bring it on home, all right? Amen. I'm going to bring it on home. Amen. Samuel then said to the men of Israel, 
Go every man to your city. In essence, God going to give you what you want. You ask for that king, I'm going to give you that king. Amen. I'm going to give you, I'm going to anoint that king, I'm going to give it to you. Amen. And we find out in the later chapters just what happened. Amen. With that king and with them. Amen. But it brings me to this to this point here that people reject the Lord. Amen. And you have to be careful that you don't want to do that. But we know that Jesus himself was also rejected. And in Isaiah 53 it said he was despised and rejected of men. That a man of sorrows acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. For surely he has borne our grief and carried our sorrow. We did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. For he was wounded for our transgressions. <laughs> he was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. Look here. And by his stripes we are healed. <laughs> Praise the Lord. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And God has laid on him the iniquity of us all. But what was it? He was despised and rejected. Amen. And let me let, me let you know. Amen. Uh, uh, how can we escape? If we neglect so great a salvation. Praise the Lord. Amen. God took it all on himself. He paid the price that nobody else could pay. He paid it for a rebellious people. For a people that did not love him. That while we were yet in our sins. Christ died for the ungodly. Amen. He shed his blood on Calvary. For the remission of our sins. And if we neglect so great a salvation, how can we escape judgment? There's no other way to salvation but through Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we see the Lord being rejected. Uh, we see in Acts how, uh, how they rejected the uh, stone. The stone that the builders rejected. It said the same has become the head of the corner. Praise the Lord. You may reject the Lord. Amen. But God's going to have his way. Amen. The Lord is going to have his way. Amen. And the Lord just wants you to understand if you reject him, then the only thing that comes after that is deduction. The only thing that comes after that is deduction. Amen. The devil going to take from you. Oh, you may look like you're living in this fine house and all this other stuff, and, but pretty soon you're going to be like the rich man. This day, your soul is required of you. And whose riches will these be? Because you can't take them with you. You can't take them with you. Amen. They're going to be right here. And somebody foolish is going to spend it for you. And you know what? It's going to be some family member. Don't spend it for you. So you need to trust the Lord now. Trust the Lord now. Trust the Lord now. Listen here. Uh, 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 whatever you do, the Bible said all that you do, do to the glory of God. I'm telling you now, do not reject the Lord. Amen. Do not reject the Lord. Do not reject the Lord's rule. Children of Israel did that very thing. And because of that, they bought themselves trouble. Amen. And I'm asking you not to do that thing. And you, if you're not saved, amen, you need to give your life to the Lord. Because there's no other means or way of salvation but through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And we see the price we pay. Amen. We're going to have our own, own little Ebenezer stone because we're going to take the Lord's Supper. But I'm telling you, amen, that points to his death, burial, and his resurrection. Amen. It shows us what the Lord has done for us. Amen. If the Lord has done great things for us, then we should not reject him. Amen. We should hold uh, to him. Hold tight to the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. We all need 
We all need sanctifying. You know that, don't you? Amen. Uh, we all in the need of a, some sanctifying. Amen. But listen here. Don't, just because you're in need of some sanctifying, don't reject the word or the hand of the Lord. Ask the Lord to forgive you. Ask the Lord to change you. Amen. And then go about uh, uh, working out your soul's salvation with fear and trembling because it says it's the Lord that worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Go in there, saints. Don't reject the Lord. We're going to bow our head in prayer. We do hope that you enjoy this sermon. For more information on Revelation Church, you can look us up on the internet at therev310.org. Again, that's therev310.org. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.